writers and readers out there, welcome to the Writer's Tavern. This is Jerry, and with me, as always, my good friend and podcasting partner, Melody. Hello, kittens. Meow. Indeed. Yeah, I'm meow. 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 So, what is new with you? Because I could tell you what's new with me. Um, not a lot. We have... A, we know that there's cold weather afflicting the rest of the country, but we're actually going to be getting some of it next weekend. So I need to prep for that because this is Texas and Texans don't know how to drive on ice. Oh, no, they do not. No, I they... have memories of that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm busy making lists of things I'm going to get at the store so that as of Friday morning, basically, we can just hunker down until Tuesday. I'm looking at my temperature right now and it's a great big egg and a little tiny egg. <laughs> Yeah. It's zero degrees outside. And we just came in, for, we, we ran out and did some shopping and I was in the store and I could not feel my fingers. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I kept dropping shit. And you know how hard it is to pick up a quarter, to put oh. it in a slot, to get the cart for Aldi if you can't feel your fingers. That's a problem. That is, is definitely a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it hard to type too. Uh, Fortunately, it's nice and warm in the house. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's one thing I'm going to have to uh, do around here as well, because it's Texas. We are more geared towards cold than hot, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, keeping the the house cold. And so we, uh, let's just put it this way. I will be making up a bunch of of draft protectors and things like that and putting up uh, thick thermal curtains this week too. So. Oh yeah. How much cold air are you expecting down there well we're supposed to be getting snow i think on saturday two inches Mm. so it's it's going to be you know around or below freezing for about four days yeah it's um it's looking pretty bad for this week here i'll tell you that uh yeah i mean i frankly i'm not complaining because it could be so much worse i've seen the predictions for up there. So, you know, in our case, it's just a matter of prepping and making sure that, you know, we, we don't have to go out and there's enough food and things like that. We're not going to be dealing with temperatures like you are. Yeah. Well, up here though, of course, and you used to live up here. It's oh, yeah. everybody's prepped for it. So yeah, they're used to it by now. Really a big deal. It's just a little inconvenient, especially when you're on a side road because you couldn't park in front of the store and there are ruts because nobody's plowed that road. And if you try to get out of it, you slide around like you're on a out of control toboggan Uh huh. and almost bash into parked cars because oh. they're not smart enough to not park on the street. Oh, (laughs) it was an adventure. No, I I can imagine that's not good. And as you said, I I used to live up there. In fact, I remember my dad's funeral was held during this, a a polar, what we now know as a polar vortex Mm. and it was outside and it was eight degrees. That was fun. Yeah, (laughs) But it wasn't windy though. Yes, it was windy. Oh, that's horrible. I basically had, well, we were underneath like a canopy, but it was still outside. And my my niece wanted to sit on my lap and I was never so grateful for that because basically <laughs> she was a great big, you know, hot water bottle. So yeah. it's like, you want, no problem. You want to sit on my lap, climb it up. Let's do this. So I remember, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Well, uh, uh, when I first moved up here the first time, and I was actually staying with my girlfriend out on her farm with horses and all that stuff, and we had one of these really horrible polar vortex things going on, um, I I remember how shocked I was where I could go out and it's negative 20, but it's absolutely fine. It's like, it's okay, because there was no wind blowing. Yeah, that's the thing. That the slightest breeze suddenly <laughs> becomes deadly. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, you could, uh, when it's like negative 20, you could take boiling water and throw it in the air and it comes down as snow. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Yeah. It's, that's fun. <laughs> Jerry's science. <laughs> well, you have to entertain yourself somehow, so. Yeah. It's snow. Uh, okay. So, so what, what, what else is new in, in your world, in your life? Well, um, I'm actually met my girlfriend at a Panera's, <gasps> which I was not really too, um, I wasn't looking forward to it, but I mean, she was out and about. And so I went, I, I was too. And so I went over to meet her and there was hardly anybody there. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And I'm like, wow, if it's going to be like this, maybe I could take my type, my typewriter, my, my, uh, laptop Leader. out and do some. Huh? Am I aging myself? And <laughs> so, so my, the next day, uh, uh, my younger daughter and I, we grabbed our laptops and uh, cause she's a writer too. And we go down to our neighborhood Panera's and it is packed. Oh. I'm like, Oh no. Okay. We're not doing this. And so she goes, well, why don't we try going to books a million? So I'm like, okay. All right. So we drive over the bridge into Davenport. And we go to the Davenport Books a Million, and inside there's a uh, coffee shop called Joe Muggs. And there was nobody in there. And so we went and got a seat and sat there for a good three hours, and I got some writing done. And it felt so good to get out of the house and do writing. I just Mm -hmm. can't tell you how good it felt. Oh, no, no, no. Trust me. I understand. I understand. I miss that. been getting well for me it's pretty good to get a thousand words a day but <laughs> i know you but yeah i'm plugging away I'm, I'm i'm making some progress on this book so nice nice your turn what's what's up with you uh well you know progress is continuing on the crimson and the black and shifter woods growl i'm hoping to have shifter woods growl out on february 14th so it'll be my my valentine's present to my readers and shifter woods Gro- i'm sorry and the crimson and the black will be out at the end of the month and uh in other news we finally got our purple mattress up the stairs and into the bedroom because oh good we had, <laughs> yeah we, we had movers come on monday and they were very two very nice young men who were masked and you know ob- obeyed all covid protocols we were very happy with them. I also felt much better because these two young, strong men had a hell of a time getting the damn thing up the stairs. So if it was problematic for them, yeah, it was going to be impossible for us. So oh. that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> yeah, they earned their keep. <laughs> yeah, they earned their they earned their keep. And I, something happened that makes me a little bit sad. I tipped them because uh-huh. if anyone comes to our house to do work. Um, especially you know, heavy lifting work. I always tip them because I know that a lot of times they don't actually get paid what they should be. And these guys were surprised. They're like, uh, 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 okay, thank you, ma'am. And I just thought, oh, honey, this should be standard. You know, anytime that you go to someone's house and move shit for them, you should be, well, 
by rights, you should be being paid what you deserve. But yeah. as we don't live in a civilized country, you should be tipped. Simple as that. Yeah. So they, they each got 40 bucks for uh, carrying the mattress upstairs. And I was grateful to do it because, oh my God, sleeping on this thing has been absolutely freaking marvelous. I cannot begin to express how happy I am and how nice it has been to sleep on a comfortable mattress again. Oh, wow. and I bet you're getting more writing done because of it. Yes. Well, I had, I was for the first part of the week. And then like on Wednesday, I started feeling kind of, uh, we had, well, allergens. No, no, no. It, it, oh, oh, okay. Of course. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh shit. Oh shit. Is it COVID? Is it COVID? <laughs> it's, it's always that, isn't it? And then, <laughs> then I checked the pollen count for the area. It's like, oh, juniper and elm. Okay. That's yeah. Cause I'm allergic to tree pollen. So that's what that was. But, um, yeah, so, so I mean that's that's been going on nicely. The writing's going on nicely, and I something I also posted on my um, Facebook page. I gave up. I cut my hair. Oh, because my hair is it was getting long. I hadn't had a cut in over a year, and so it was is reaching the middle of my back. It was heavy. My neck was hurting. It's it's a pain in the ass to wash. You know, I had to keep it back in a ponytail all the time so i figured you know what i have all the gear because i've been cutting linden's hair it's wavy i work at home if i screw it up no one's really gonna see it let's just go ahead and do it so Linden i, I first, do it no oh no 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 he said like please don't ask me to do that he's he does not have very good um fine muscle control and oh. he, he didn't want to risk it so that that's totally fine um, so I, I cut off about four inches and it was still below my shoulders and it was still kind of heavy. So I thought, okay, I, I know of this method where I would get layers. So I basically bent over at the waist, brushed it all forward, pulled it into a ponytail that would come out of the top of my head and then pulled it out to a good length and then just cut it off there. Mm-hmm. And when I flip back up, it looks like I have layers. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, it's, you can just I, save I, yourself money on haircuts from now on. Oh no, I, I, it's a little wonky, and I know it's a little wonky, and I want to have a pro straighten it out once I get vaccinated. But until then, dude, when I cut it off, oh my god, my scalp was tingling, and it was tingling the way that your leg tingles when it falls asleep, and then you move it and it starts waking up again. And I was Weird. just. I was sitting there thinking, how heavy was that hair? Oh my, because it was like all of a sudden all this pressure was taken off and suddenly my scalp got blood in it again. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> well, I guess I'll be doing this until the the pandemic is over and I can get it cut again. So, uh, well, you know, also everybody has pandemic hair right now. <laughs> yeah. Just about. You know, I'm, I mean, including people on TV, I've noticed like, mm-hmm. um, um, Oh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the big old way too long weavy hair going yeah. on. And Noah Trevor, um, uh, Randy Rainbow also has pandemic hair. So it's like, yeah. am it's I attitude? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. No one, I'm not going out anywhere. No one's looking at it. It doesn't matter. And it actually looks pretty good. So I'm happy with that. Well, there you go. And also That's all that matters. Really, and as a result, I also slept really well last night. So apparently the hair was kind of causing problems with me sleeping too. So huh. yeah. Weird. So, well, so, so that's pretty much my life so far. I'm looking forward to next week and, uh, you know, bracing for the snow we'll be getting and, um, 
basically getting the novella done and uh, getting the novel done so I can edit it and get it out. I just, I want to get this next week over with, but it does, because of the, the cold temperature, I just, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a worry wart and I hate owning a house and I know all the things that could happen and I, I keep it from happening through my worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some sort of psychic thing. I just know I'm pulling and putting up a wall, but it takes effort. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, I'm being facetious, but I mean, it's it's funny. I I used to talk to my shrink about it and he was, oh yeah, yeah. The power of worry keeps everything from happening. <laughs> so it's like, apparently it's a, uh, it's common. Yeah. It's a thing. So. Yeah. Um. I saw Killer Clowns from Outer Space last night. Okay. Have you you ever seen that movie? Yes, I have. That was fun. That was fun. And next on my agenda, I'm going to see something I've seen before called Night of the Comet. Which is. I like that one. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but are they Valley Girls? Is it two Valley Girls, the sisters? I think so. Yeah. They're, they're oh, definitely okay. Californians, so. Well, and yeah, and it's because it's a it's a total '80s movie with total '80s stuff, and it's kind of like um, Sweet Valley High meets um, I Am Legend. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of describing it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been looking forward to that. I love schlocky science fiction stuff. Well, we, we watched The Midnight Sky, which is the George Clooney movie about- Oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Is that good? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, from what I, because I, I started watching it, but something happened. I didn't finish. And it was like, uh, he was the last guy on uh, an Alaskan, no, a North Pole outpost. And everybody left. And it turned out a young girl had been left somehow behind. got left be- be- behind. So it was just those two. Yeah. And, and there he was, was trying, a- he's trying to stay in contact with the only um, manned space flight that's still out there inbound to Earth. And he's basically trying to warn them off because Earth is very rapidly becoming uninhabitable. And they're going to have to turn around and go back to the Jovian moon that they've discovered that where they can live. Oh, okay. So there is a habitable moon yeah well okay yeah this is hand wavium going on here but yeah okay k23 as it turns out is a habitable moon it has a breathable atmosphere and everything and that they've they're coming back from basically exploring it and yeah it's it's a good place and they've got a colony um landing site ready for them and everything but it's never explained what happened to earth just that there's a a shit ton of ionization ionizing radiation going on out there and it's spreading across the globe and apparently the colony ship got taken out and so this astronomer is desperately trying to contact this ship to say don't land don't 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 come into orbit just slingshot around and go straight back Uh, you are the hope of mankind and so how many people are on the ship? Five. So the five people are going to repopulate the humankind? Oh, well, yeah, that, that's the more hand wavium there, but, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, I'm watching Night of the Comet, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I just watched uh, Searching for Ohana yesterday, which the best way I can describe it is it is a Hawaiian remake of The Goonies. Oh, that sounds like fun. It was. It was a thoroughly fun movie. Um, definitely something that if you have kids, uh, I would recommend people watch it. It's it's a lot of fun for them. And it was uh, it, beautifully shot and just uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Hmm. Well, I'll have to put that on my list. Yeah, that's on Netflix. So, And in the meantime, when I'm taking breaks, I'm, I'm still rewatching uh, Letter Kenny because I just, I love that show so damn oh, much. Oh, I, I got to see that. I, yeah. That is also on my list. I, I'm still working my way through, oh, just what is a WandaVision. Oh, oh it, my God. Yes. Amazing, isn't it? Oh, I, yeah. I, we don't want to give any spoilers because no people spoilers. still may not have seen it yet. But yeah, that episode five, holy crap. I know, huh? Yeah. It changes and, and, everything. And the last 30 seconds, mm-hmm. you know, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be, I want to see where they go with that. And if that's going to be a permanent thing in the MCU, or if that's just a, a one-off in order to kind of go along with the whole, this is a sitcom thing. And I'm sorry, people are probably listening like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Tr- trust me, well, when you watch it, it will make sense. Yeah, because of, so here's a, like, I was talking to my friend Dan and he said he and his girlfriend got 15 minutes into it and said, this is dumb. And they turned it off. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. It is not what it seems. It's yeah. actually very dark. Oh yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not what it seems. So you're okay. Uh, we've had other people tell us that maybe we'll give it another try. But yeah. I, I also told him you have to be pretty invested in the uh, the Marvel universe of stuff to really care about it because it's pulling in everything from various movies, including minor spoiler alert X Men. Yeah. But uh, I. I is that was that cool? I mean, okay, I say minor spoiler alert and then don't give anybody any <laughs> any time to turn it off. <laughs> well, well yeah, no, you you don't say what what would it what it is. So yeah. that's fine. That that's cool. Yeah, I, I love how they got Jimmy Woo from Ant Man and Darcy yeah. from the Thor movies and uh, and and um I'm sorry, I uh, love Darcy M- Monica from Captain Marvel. I want a series with those three. Well, it kind of looks like we might get it. Yeah, apparently Marvel is monitoring social media and uh, Agents of Atlas, which is headed by Jimmy Woo, that is actually a comic book series. So they could do something like that. And I mean, Monica goes on to become Photon and Spectrum in the comics. And then I think Darcy was actually just come up created for the Thor movies. But yeah, you could easily have- She's a have, great character though. She's wonderful. You could easily have like a miniseries with just those three kind of investigating what happened after the blip. You know, oh yeah, and it's fun that they included the blip as part of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we didn't get to see what exactly happened at the moment where it ended, really. And this shows you, yeah, in, in, at least in one section. So and, my, and yeah, and, and wow, could be because uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say this. You know, everyone comes back in a hospital. So everyone who disappeared, you know, suddenly boom shows up again, and of course that's media chaos. Yeah, and boy, is it! 
Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. (laughs) I'm very much looking forward to seeing how this plays into Doctor Strange and the Dimensions of Madness, because I know that that Wanda's going to be playing a very large part in that. So, But one thing I did see on Twitter, which was very amusing, apparently a woman had responded to, I think, one of the Marvel official accounts saying... I'm I'm trying to get into this. I really am. And it looks super cute, but I just, I don't have the depth of information that I need in order to really understand what's going on. And apparently Paul Bettany responded to her and said, I'll walk you through it. Oh, neat. <laughs> it's like, I lo- Paul is wonderful. Paul is just, he, he does dad jokes and he's just one of these, these charming, cheerful Englishmen who you just want to cuddle. Oh, you know the the Darcy character. You know who um, she kind of reminds me of an actress. The one what was her name? Um, Audrey Plaza, who was in Oh Aubrey Plaza. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, um, she's Park- Parks and Rec. Yeah. 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 Have you ever? I stumbled into an interview with her on YouTube. That was she was on Letterman or something. And I went down this rabbit hole and decided I had to watch every interview that I could find of her. And she has got, what a wonderful character she is. If I could just, I'm studying her so I could pattern a character after her and her, and I don't know if I could do it, but I mean, she has such an artistic way of using uh, awkwardness. Yes. It's just like, she's like, uh, not an airbender. She's an awkward bender. <laughs> she's like, That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a marvelous actress. She's uh, so just funny. A fascinating, yeah. Funny, fascinating woman. I love, there is an outtake from uh, Parks and Rec where mm-hmm. apparently she's supposed to slap Chris Pratt's character. Because they're they're dressed up in costume for Halloween, and she's playing some sort of rich bitch, and I, I think Chris was playing maybe a cop or something, and uh-huh. she's supposed to slap him um, for part of the the plot, and she actually connected, so he didn't move his head in time, and so she smacks him, and then he kind of turns away, and his body language kind of tenses up, and she looks at him, she's like, "Did you get a boner?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." No one's ever slapped me before. I think I like it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. Like, okay, Aubrey. Good <laughs> job calling that out. Okay. So. Uh, there's this, um, two, two interesting things about her uh, that, that I, I've learned recently, and it's probably general knowledge to other people. She used to be a, um, not a waitress a lot before she was an actress, but also she was, um, um, a hostess at crab shack. Oh, okay. And she would perform on the microphone cause it was her job to tell people that their tables were ready. And she made every single call out a performance, <laughs> which is probably, and she said within a week she was working at park and rec and had two movie contracts. <laughs> All at once. <laughs> that, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. Um, and there was another one where she was, um, uh, they were doing an interview with her. And I, maybe it was Colbert. I forgot which one. 
He goes, hey, well, how was your summer? And she goes, oh, it was a great summer. So many penises. <laughs> Bless her heart. Good for her. <laughs> she was a busy camper. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, it's just that that shock humor is yeah, just like yeah. I I want I want to channel that into a character so bad. I don't blame you. She she's amazing. It, it's funny though. Your the the thing about her being a wait. I'm sorry, a hostess actually mm-hmm. reminds <laughs> reminds me of a funny story about hostesses. Uh-huh. Okay, around here there is a chain of barbecue places called Bone Daddies. I don't know if you've ever been in a Bone Daddies. No, I don't remember that one. I I had never been in one, but I'd, I'd seen them in a number of places around Dallas-Fort Worth. And a couple of years ago, I was watching a friend's uh, cats while she was out of town. Well, it was Halloween, and she happened to live near a Bone Daddies. So I, I went over there because she was in Garland, which is a uh-huh. fair, fair distance from where I live. Uh-huh. And on the way back, I thought, you know what? I'm hungry. It's Saturday. I'm going to stop in at Bone Daddy's because I've always wanted to check this place out and I'll, I'll get some barbecue. I probably should have known what was going on when I walked in and I saw a waitress dressed up as a sexy nurse. <laughs> and then I saw another waitress dressed up as a sexy um, Athenian warrior and then a sexy superhero and then a sexy blah, blah, blah. And then, and then I kind of glanced into the actual restaurant itself and it was all men. Of it course. Turns, turns out that Bone Daddy's is the barbecue version of Hooters. Yeah. But I was there. I was hungry. It's like, okay, fine. Fuck it. Whatever. And I got swarmed by waitresses who all wanted me to, to sit in their section. Because they wanted a female. <laughs> yes, basically. I, they were probably thinking, okay, you know, the, the, the big lesbian wants the table. That's fine. We'll, we're happy with this. <laughs> That's not a problem. She probably tips well. But I, the food was good. And I, I was very happy about that. But yeah, it was, I walked in and everyone just kind of swung and looked at me like, why is she eating here? <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't know. Thank you very much. But that, that was very entertaining. So if you are ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and you would like some very tasty barbecue um, served by you know, extremely attractive women, I have no idea what they looked like when it isn't Halloween, but I'm, I'm sure it's something along the lines of Hooters. Go to Bone Daddy's. So I, I stumbled into one kind of like that that I, I didn't know what I was going into. It was just like I was on a business trip and... I wanted to uh, stop somewhere and get dinner before I headed home. And here's a place and I pulled in and it was called the Tilted Kilt. Okay. And I walk in and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I'm in one of these places. This is going to look great on my expense report. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, I'm, but, actually, I'm actually kind of surprised that it wasn't male waiters. I was too. Well, I mean, actually, I wasn't even thinking about it, but it was girls with tilted skirts. Uh-huh. Basically, you see their panties. Basically, yeah. it was the whole thing. Yeah. And, um, and they were nice. And the food was good. And and um, I tipped well. <laughs> and uh, and then I, ne- I never told my girlfriend. <laughs> I don't blame you because it's, it wasn't like that was intentional. It's kind of like, oh, it's what I don't, well, you know how, what she how do I leave cared. here? 
Oh, I know she no, she wouldn't have cared, but it, it's also like, well, how do I leave a, without looking weird? I can't. Okay, I'm just gonna sit down and eat my meal quietly and tip tip them really well and keep my eyes on my plate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can do well, that. Well it was it was hard for me to keep my eyes on my plate. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a heterosexual male, so that sounds surprising. Yes. Yeah. yes. So um we're coming up on uh on our, our 30 minute limit. Do you want to give a shout out to your fabulous books? Yes, please. If you want to read any of my science fiction, fantasy, or paranormal romance, go to www.nicolacameron.com where you can read the latest book in my two Thrones series, King of Blades. You can read the latest book in my Olympic Cove series, uh, cross current or if you feel like going back to the holidays I, I still have my uh holiday novella available and i will be having some new books out at the end of the month so stay tuned for that all right well and it's still cold enough to read a holiday book yeah you know <laughs> curl up it's i mean come on it's called one sweet christmas yeah it's perfect you know it does it, it feels like christmas is still here at least up here <laughs> <laughs> And I have recipes at the back of it too. So well, that's even better. I, I need to learn how to cook. Well, or learn how to bake. <laughs> the, okay. The thing about baking is baking is more of a science because you do have to be fairly precise in order yeah. to get the result you want. So I, the thing is, you don't have to worry that much about, oh, well, you know, is this going to taste okay? If you just follow the instructions, chances are it will. Well, I think you have to know your oven too, because don't they all have a personality and there's some of them are not quite accurate. And so you have to know where well, yeah. 400 really is. And well, the, the, yeah, I mean, you have to know, you know, where are the hot spots and, you know, if something is supposed to be in there between 10 and 12 minutes, do you leave it in there at 10 or do you leave it in there at 12? We have an older oven. So most of our yeah. stuff, we usually have to go for the higher end of the cooking range. So if, if I get a, a recipe that says 10 to 12 minutes, I always put it in for 12. I am an expert at steam in bag vegetables in my microwave. <laughs> Come out perfect for, every time. Good for you, Jerry. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, if you guys want to read one of my books, I'm going to recommend again, uh, uh, all this and a bucket of toads. It is not fiction. It is actually a bunch of true stories from my life, which was apparently way more bizarre than I ever thought. And, uh, I, I didn't know growing up, I had a special childhood with weird stuff. And I did, uh, we went on treasure hunts and we, like flew to Mexico in my dad's airplane and he would let me fly it and it, just all sorts of crazy things. I thought that was normal. And I tell people about it and they're like, dude, you need to write a book about that. <laughs> so I did. And you could find it at jerryjdavis.com. Okay then. And I personally recommend it. It is a fascinating story. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>